to kind of a different voice there this is from cnn (laughs) i'm gonna send cnn uh we're gonna send out an email okay we're gonna send an email i want to be the guy that does your ads now and i'm gonna use that voice that exact voice we're gonna send an email give me i'll be right back There we go. Done. Now, back to work. A climate conspiracy theorist said the government deliberately lit wildfires. Did you catch that? Because it's important. Muy importante. A climate conspiracy theorist said the government deliberately lit wildfires. Guess what? He just pleaded guilty to starting 14 of them himself. (laughs) Terrific. A Canadian man who posed, this is more of a Florida man thing who posted conspiracy theories on social media claiming the government was deliberately starting wildfires, has pleaded guilty to starting 14 blazes that forced hundreds of people from their homes. Oh, God, I hope he didn't fucking kill anybody. Brian Barry, appearing at a Quebec court Monday, admitted to 13 counts of arson and one count of arson with a disregard for human life relating to events between May and September of last year. Prosecutor Marie-Philippe Charon. Mary Philippe Sharon. Oh, I like that. Mary Philippe Sharon. Hey, Mary Philippe Sharon, why don't you come over here and fix my television? It isn't working. Oh, I dropped my toolbox. You should pick it up then. Sorry, okay. I, I have problems. So the prosecutor, Mary Philippe Sharon said one of the fires Pierre set forced the evacuation of around 400 people in the town of, not going to pronounce that, Quebec. The largest fire Pierre admitted to starting destroyed more than 870 hectares. That's insane. He does not remember all the fires he could have started. Ooh, nice uh, attorney speak there. So we have currently 14 fires, 14 counts. Well, that's that's enough. That's safe. <laughs> discernible cause. I think, yeah, I think you have discernible cause now. Wow. He says the government deliberately lit wildfires. Totally started 14 of them. That's that's nice. You're 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 making a bunch of, you know, you're making the conspiracy theorists look like wackos, okay? And that's really really hard to do. <laughs> Welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Asylum 817 Productions, Spotify, and DistroKid. <gasps> This podcast is where we go on the news, see what's happening in the world, and based like fine, expensive turkeys in the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why that made me laugh. I got fucking issues today, man. I'm telling you. And this is from, uh-huh, do you want to guess? ClickOrlando.com. Yes. If you're anything from Click Orlando, you know that we're in for some shit. Underwear-clad Florida man accused of prowling after bonsai theft. I swear to God. (laughs) I can't make this shit up, man. I could have a thousand monkeys, a thousand typewriters going for a thousand years. They wouldn't come up with this shit. Just listen to the title. It's fucking poetry. Underwear-clad Florida man accused of prowling after bonsai theft. What is this, Karate Kid Part 2? 
Are Bond's eyes really worth that much? Or is it, okay, well, let's just, let's find out what's going on. <laughs> a Florida man was taken into custody last week after he was spotted in someone's backyard wearing just underwear. Oh, it was around his neck. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he wasn't even wearing the underwear properly. <laughs> what the fuck? I swear, man. I swear. I, I, People tell me all the time. I listen to No Disclosure. You're a funny guy. I, I, I dig you. You're a funny guy. You're a natural comedian. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just a rational human being giving rational reactions to reading this shit. Do you think a comedian could ever fucking come up with this? The, this guy was wearing underwear, Florida man, you know, stealing all that stuff, but the underwear was around his neck. I mean, come on. This is built-in comedy here. You can be the most boring guy in the world and read this shit and still be fucking funny. In a release, police said they received a call on Thursday about a prowler in the 2000 block of Everest Parkway just before 10 p.m. Well... Uh, they're waiting more until nighttime to do their crazy Florida man shit, which is good. I mean, we're seeing some progress. They're not doing this at like 2, 3 in the fucking morning anymore. Uh, the caller explained that someone was seen in their backyard near the dock wearing a gray hoodie, black shorts, dark mask on his face. Oh, he put some clothes on. Okay. So he was lying on his stomach between a tall hedge and thick brush near the seawall. Okay. Oh, I thought he was just in the underwear. Okay, well, we'll here's something that's actually even weirder than that. Okay. Stuart was wearing a gray hoodie, black shorts, and a dark pair of blue underwear around his neck. <laughs> he was clothed with underwear outside of his clothes, but the underwear was around his neck. The underwear was intended to protect his face from the cold. <laughs> now, another neighbor told officers... They had reported two of their bonsai plants, which apparently are still pretty fucking expensive. Maybe it's still like the Karate Kid Part 2. $7,000 were stolen earlier in the month. $7,000 for bonsais. That's crazy. Is it because they're such a bitch to fucking grow? Anyway, he faces charges of loitering, was released on a bond of $150 on Friday. Well, yeah, that's why he needed money. So he could buy proper face protection. He's using his underwear, poor guy. Stewart's home found several bonsai plants. Oh, they searched his home, found a shitload of bonsais. They didn't match the exact description of the stolen plants. What? <laughs> it's like it's a fucking bonsai. Like, yeah, we had our bonsai stolen. Could you identify the bonsai, ma'am? It's like, yeah, it's a fucking bonsai. Little tiny trunk, little tiny tree. Just give me one of the motherfuckers. Just fucking give me one. Who cares if it's the exact same bonsai? But they, they take a lot of work, though. I mean, you know, I I know that. And uh, they, they, but they, when they do grow, they're quite hearty. They're quite hearty, hearty little little trees. But that's so stupid. We can't return the bonsai to you because you didn't identify it properly. We don't find any that match that description. Just fucking give her one. What is a CSI <laughs> bonsai? Though I didn't know they're that expensive. You got bonsais. Watch out for Florida man. Especially one that can't afford a face mask and will stop at nothing to get a proper one. This is from CBS News. New Hampshire vet admits he faked wheelchair use for 20 years, falsely claiming $660,000 in benefits. Fuck. I have some questions. How did they catch him, number one? And it took him 20, what, over 20 years to fuck up? How? <laughs> I want to know this. Coffee. Mmm. Now, tell me, do you listen to any other podcast where the host out loud belches and loudly slurps coffee? 
while they're doing it. No, no. But then again, have you ever heard a podcast host that fucking hates cutting as much as I do? Yeah. Nothing says no script than, you know, a guy with severe acid reflux. Just letting it go. <laughs> a veteran from New Hampshire. I know how to spell New Hampshire. Admitted in federal court to faking his need for a wheelchair for 20 years. Enabling him to claim more than, wow, $660,000 in benefits for which he was not entitled. Christopher Schultz, 49, of Antrim, New Hampshire, pleaded guilty to one count of making false statements, will be sentenced on May 6th. You're in deep shit. He said, he, he said in 03 he wasn't able to use his feet. Oh, my God. 03 was 20 years ago. Okay, nope, not going not gonna to think about that shit. Which prompted the VA to rate him 100% disabled and increase his monthly benefits. He was also given extra funding to adapt five different vehicles to help a mobility-impaired individual drive. Oh, God, he even got the vehicles and everything. Shit. Wow. His deception was revealed. Okay, this is what I wanted to know. After law enforcement officers surveilled him multiple times walking normally without the use of his wheelchair. Ooh, fucked up there, buddy. One day in October 2021, when he was seen using a wheelchair within a VA facility after he left, he stood up and lifted his wheel. Dude, if you're claiming that much fucking money, you need to fucking really sell that shit and own it. I mean, do, do they just investigate you anyway? You know? Are you, are you just... Are you occasionally checked on or do they have to have some kind of reason to go that far and to start checking on your ass because this guy i'm amazed he got away with it for 20 years if you're in fucking public even walking from curb to car on your own two legs this guy either he got lazy or somebody else is fucking lazy wow multiple people who knew Stoltz since the early 2000s said they have never known him to need a wheelchair or other ambulatory device for mobility. See, that's where you fucked up too. So, you know what? I'll fucking live in a wheelchair for $660,000. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of benefit. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I don't need people coming over to my shit. But someone, if someone came up to you and said, you have to live in the wheelchair for the rest of your life, $660,000 check. Here you go. And there's more to come. I'd be like, fucking A, right? <laughs> That's how you need to see it there, Stultz. You fucked up, man. You fucked up. I would never use my fucking legs again if someone gave me $660,000. You know what I mean? Over a 20-year period. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's just, that's, that's fucking, that's greed right there. That's what that is. That's fucking greed. Laziness. He didn't see what kind of situation he was in, you know? Somebody gave you $660,000 over a period of, you know, X amount of years, 20 years, whatever. That's still a fucking ass load of money. What kind of benefits does this guy have? Oh, it's VA. It was, okay, wait. I got to see what benefit. Is this state? Or is it, oh shit. It's the Department of Veterans Affairs. That's why it's more money. Okay, because the government normally doesn't give a shit about us normal fucking plebes, but yeah, veteran benefits are no joke. I know a lot of veterans complain about it, but still, it's way better than what we get, man. I should know. I was in the military. I am a disabled veteran myself. As far as what I'm classified as, as a d disabled veteran, I can't be um, you know, drafted or anything like that. 90% cartilage damage in one knee. Almost 100% in the other knee. My legs are fucked up. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Yeah, 600, actually 662,800. You know what? For fucking 100 grand, just 100. You can buy a house with that shit. 
I'd be like, yeah, I'll live in a wheelchair. <laughs> this fucking idiot. If you're going to sell it, sell it. Guy in front of his family and everything. That's It was only a matter of time, but 20 years? It took you guys 20 years to catch that fucker? Did he, I, it makes me think, though, that he just get lazy recently. You know what I mean? That's, wow. Wow. In other news, this is from KATV.com, ABC affiliate out of Rockford, Illinois. Oh, <laughs> cool. Walmart slammed after gifting employees 55 cent ramen for working during a fucking blizzard. Did you hear that? Wow. Walmart was slammed in a viral TikTok video after the company gifted its employees 55 cent ramen for working during a blizzard. Not just any blizzard. The Arctic blast, which affected much of the country throughout this past week, dropped temperatures below zero in several areas. If the workplace wasn't closed due to severe weather, workers were in for quite a trek. Not only does Walmart be like, fuck you, we're staying open. 55 cent ramen, here's what you get for coming in. Risking your lives for this corporate bullshit. A TikToker by the name of Millsy, Millsy posted a video criticizing Walmart, which has garnered over half a million views. Per the outlet, Millsy is employed at a Walmart in Rockford, Illinois, which saw temperatures drop to negative six degrees. That's downright fucking dangerous. That's during the day. Negative six. That's when you stay your ass home. And the video... She could be seen speaking before a social media post featuring a photo of two employees at a table stacked with cases of merchu and ramen. You didn't even give them the good stuff, just like the normal fucking, I mean, the normal ramen is great. I had to live off that shit for years, but still, you couldn't even give them the expensive stuff. You just write that off. The post by the Walmart in Rockford was captioned, Brr, it's cold outside. We appreciate our associates for braving the cold to be here. Stay warm with some ramen noodle soup and crackers. Whoa, wow. Man. You're in, jeez. Oh, They're going to start calling you St. Walmart. Walmart, you're a Fortune 500 company. On the top of the list, you are a multi-billion dollar company. And your way to show your appreciation is to give your employees 55 cent ramen? People are walking to work in negative 18-degree weather, dumbasses. Some people don't even have cars. Some people's cars didn't start. And they still showed up to work somehow, some way, so they could get their meager bullshit paychecks. I can't imagine going to work when everything else in the city is shut down because it's cold outside. They have, they say they're having a party, and it's this. I'd be so fucking pissed off. I would clock out and go home. This is crazy. And what? If someone died getting to work. Seriously. If someone fucking died getting to work. Went missing, ended up on Unsolved Mysteries or whatever. Walmart is not going to say shit. They're not going to put a plaque of that person up. They're not going to, you know, do anything in their honor. They don't care. They do not. Me and Cassie have had God knows how many conversations about this. It's crazy. Your workplace, you know what? (laughs) Look, I'm constantly exhausted. You ever been so tired, you're at that desperate kind of tired where you feel like you just want to fucking cry? I'm man enough to admit it. I am like that 24 hours a day. I've written 40 novels. I run three podcasts, two YouTube channels, and I really I really don't have to do my day job. I don't have to. It's just that, you know, writers don't get 401k plans, and I'm a painter also. <laughs> I'm with the Satchi Gallery out of London. Everything I ever, I mean, I'm a musician too. I've released, what? Between me and my band, 10, 11, 12 albums, something like that. I'm not, I'm not just bullshitting either. 
Go to my website, Asylum. This ain't, this ain't a plug. Asylum817.com. Go there. Yes, uh, just one guy did all this shit. I sacrificed sleep. <laughs> I sacrificed, sacrificed maybe a little bit of fucking sanity and a little bit of Disney Plus. You know what your paycheck is? Your paycheck is hush money. Your paycheck is money that they give you to forget about your dreams because as long as you work for somebody else, you're helping achieve somebody else's. Once upon a time, it was the dream of Mr. Walton to create this place, and God bless him. That was his dream. Awesome. And you could always tell, too, the guys whose dream it was to do stuff like this. He refused to wear a suit and tie for years. And just to, you know, fuck with corporate entities, he would keep his Walmart trucker hat on, often wore tennis shoes instead of suit shoes. He walked right along with the other employees, shook the hands of the cashiers, worked right alongside with everybody else. One time, once upon a time, it was a dream of somebody to start the company that I work for. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but God bless them. It was their dream. That's awesome. Yeah, but it ain't mine. And as long as you're working for a company like that, yeah, it's necessary. You do it for a while. But then I wasn't, it wasn't until I was in my 30s that I finally fucking woke up and realized what a paycheck really is. A paycheck is a bribe just at the exact amount to where you could forget about your fucking dreams and put all of your energy, all of your everything into this other bullshit achieving somebody else's fucking dream. Yeah. It's crazy. And look what these companies do. Look how they look how they fucking treat people. But you got to go the next day, don't you? But your job can't be like that for the rest of your life. Don't let it fucking rule you, man. I'm telling you. I broke the cycle. You could break yours too. I started podcasting at a time when everybody told me that I was fucking full of shit, that I was ridiculous. You know what I heard? I'm not going to tell you who said it, but it was somebody I really loved at the time. What I heard when uh, I said I wanted to start being a writer, novelist, 40 goddamn novels later. Do you know what I heard when I first said I wanted to start writing? Billy, you, you're too dumb to write a grocery list. That's what I was told to my face. I come from a really long line of musicians. Really long line of them. You're 14. You're too old to start. Your cousin plays drums. No, you don't want to do that. And that's another thing. If people are telling you you're crazy, like with the podcasting thing, man, you can't make money doing that. Uh, yeah, look at me now. <laughs> Listen to over 100 countries. I don't need my fucking shit job. But it's just that insurance is really, really expensive. <laughs> when I started this, you know, podcasting, come on, everybody and their grandma has a podcast. There's no money in it. Fuck you. I want to do it. Man, you can't be a writer. You can't make money doing that. You're never going to become anything. Fuck you. I'm going to do it. You're too dumb to write a grocery list. Fuck you. I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's what these jobs do. That's what your paycheck is, hush money. God, giving people ramen for sure. Oh, oh, my God. And I feel bad, man. I'm not going to say I deserve to be where I'm at, but because well, I because I don't. I don't fucking deserve to be where I'm at. But, man, I've been through hell. I've slept in my car. I've been fucking homeless. I know what it's like being stuck in that shit. You're going to have to sacrifice a lot, man, but do what you fucking want to do. Start making money at that. Fucking put your ear to the ground. There's only two ways that you're going to succeed doing whatever the hell you want to do. Number one, just pure old-fashioned dumb luck. And number two, doing it for so goddamn long they have no choice but to notice you, so get started. It's, <laughs> seriously, your company doesn't give a shit about you. Anyway, this is from the San Francisco Standard. Staffer fired after emailing DA Brooke Jenkins about panties. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Mm. What about panties? Hopefully it was about shopping. A staff member in the San Francisco DA's office, ooh boy, was fired after sending an email to DA Brooke Jenkins. Brooke Jenkins is kind of hot. I mean, I'm just going to say. Asking what color of, oh. <laughs> Asking what color panties she was wearing. Okay. The message sent by a victim advocate. <laughs> He's a victim advocate? <laughs> How'd you get that job? Jovan Thomas was e <laughs> was emailed to Jenkins and the rest of the office by accident. Copies of the messages were leaked and appeared on X, formerly Twitter, on Friday. God, the exact wording of the email just simply reads, What color panties you have on? Oh. <laughs> and of course, you know. Brooke Jenkins isn't going to say anything. Maybe this was a back and forth conversation. Oh, you don't know. But, you know, in order to save your fucking job, you work with the DA's office. It's not like you're a fry cook at McDonald's. You know what I mean? They're going to keep your mail shut. I'm not, you know, accusing anybody of anything, but Jesus Christ, a victim advocate. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't write this stuff. The subject line of the email, which appears undated in an image on the social media platform, mentions an event commemorating Matthew Shepard, a murdered gay college student who proposed a U.S. postal stamp is set to uh, receive an endorsement from the Board of Supervisors on January 30th. Thomas, what does that have to fucking do with it? Okay. Uh, Thomas could not be reached for comment on Friday. Well, yeah, because he got fucking fired. <laughs> He apologized after sending the email saying that it was sent in jest. You don't fucking send that shit in a professional environment, especially to your, oh my God, especially to your boss. He said, while texting back and forth with my fraternity brother, I sent a very inappropriate email. I sincerely apologize to everyone. Yeah, your fraternity brother. <laughs> you still have that fucking jackass mentality that you had back then. But you probably dared you to do it. So, Wow. Uh, the email chain posted uh, online ends with a note from Chief Assistant DA Anna Gonzalez that reads, Dear all, we're aware that an inappropriate email was sent out. The matter is being handled by the administration. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and now he apologizes. What color panties you have on? Now, she's hot. I'll tell you. Fucking oh, DA Brooke Jenkins. She's pretty damn good looking. But shit, I mean... <laughs> You don't do that. And it doesn't look like it was, you know, kind of a back alley conversation they were both having. Doesn't look like that. But, jeez. What else we got? That's fucked up. <laughs> it's like he's surprised he got fired. It's from ABC New York. Something shouldn't be... Should, what? Something shouldn't breed. New Jersey Animal Shelter will name a feral cat after an ex and then neuter it. <laughs> Uh, allow me to throw my hat into the ring. Where's the website? <laughs> Looking to get even with someone who dumped you. An animal shelter in New Jersey has a novel idea that's a perfect gift for an ex. And if, if, I, may, if I may add my own personal addition here, that's a hell of a way to market. Really fucking smart. Thinking outside of the box like that, I like that kind of thinking. With Valentine's Day right around the corner, the Homeward Bound Pet Adoption Center in South Jersey... Announced it's, running, announced it's running a promotion for the holiday. For a $50 donation, you can name a feral cat after an ex, and then the feline will get spayed or neutered before being released back into the wild. 
<laughs> and the card says on the website, because some things shouldn't breed. That's fucking awesome. But the only thing, that, uh, which I don't see on this website, because I'm there right now. I'm totally throwing my hat into the ring. If I get a fucking tumor, I know what I'm going to name it. But <laughs> what I don't see is that I can mail a copy of this to said ex. Can I do that? Because it's kind of not worth it to me if I can't, you know, send her a copy. <laughs> Be like, hey, guess what I did? <laughs> I was a part of a very big promotion. I, I don't know if I'm going to do it if I can't send her the card too, because that just that's the kill shot. You know what I mean? Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't mean to throw shade at my ex like that. Well, we get along really well. We really do. She's the mother of my children. We get along great. But, uh, you know, I, I, there's a lot I, I attributed just as much to us splitting up as she did. I, at the time, couldn't deal with, um, I, I couldn't handle being with an, a then undiagnosed schizophrenic. And at the time, she couldn't handle being with somebody who couldn't handle an undiagnosed schizophrenic. You know, it's just uh, we were young, we were stupid, we were crazy. And it just didn't work out. And we get along. We get along really good now. Everything was amicable. The split was amicable. All that stuff. It's just that there's one thing that bugs me about you, okay, if you're listening. I know I get that joke that we're like brother and sister, you know, because we're so much alike, like spiritual brother and sister. But quit calling me bro, okay? You need to stop doing that. It's fucking weird. I had kids with you. We had children together. I've licked your butthole. You know what I mean? That just, that doesn't make me feel right. Every time you say that, for I just feel like I need to call my mom and just have a chit chat. I mean, it's fucking weird. You need to stop. That's the only, that's the only complaint I have about you. And that's pretty good, knowing you for what, over you know a million years that we have? And that's the only complaint I got? I mean, take that as a compliment. You're doing pretty good. It's from the, can we do one more? It's from the BBC. Thai police to charge two over pet lion spotted cruising in Bentley. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Police in Thailand have arrested a woman whose pet lion was pictured going on a joyride in the streets of Pattaya. A video that has now gone viral shows the chained lion cub seated in the back of a white open-top Bentley. <laughs> okay. The lion was being driven about by a Sri Lankan man who since left the country and is believed to be a friend of the woman Swang... Oh, boy. Sawangjit Kosungnern. Shit. While it's not illegal to own a lion in Thailand, it needs to be officially registered. It's not illegal to have a pet fucking lion? My God. Authorities in Thailand said Miss... Oh, I don't want to say that again. Sasparilla claimed to have bought the animal from a Thai man in... <laughs> God damn it. If I lived in India, even if I was from there, you know, my kind of brain, I'd be fucking screwed. They would think I'm handicapped or something. Who successfully facilitated its delivery to Pattaya. However, he failed to have his facility checked by officials before doing so, which made both the transfer and ownership of the animal illegal. Wow. Facing... So they didn't register a fucking lion. Jeez, man. That's crazy. This guy who sold the lion faced charges of moving an animal without permission. So this whole thing is a bit shady. But what I find strange is not the lack of business transaction. What I find strange is see, the two were spotted cruising around in a Bentley with a pet lion. My God. <laughs> it's a wild fucking animal here. Oh, that just uh, ugh, bothers me. And I'm not just, not just talking about the Timothy Treadwell effect here. I mean, I'm talking about 
are you surprised? Like when Travis the Chimp ended up freaking out and, you know, ripping off a woman's face and shit. And then that guy who, you know, is uh, what another chimp was. Yeah, his chimp was getting unruly, was getting a little wacky, a little bit, you know, long in the tooth when he was starting to get a little older. He's getting a little crazy, which chimps tend to do. Goes and brings his chimp a birthday cake at the zoo or wherever it is. All the other chimps are like, hey, where the fuck's my cake? Tear the guy apart. People who are stomped to death by pet elephants. Oh, what are you guys going to learn, man? These are not domesticated animals. These are wild fucking animals. These things that eat you for lunch with a smile on their face. God. A pet lion. That's amazing. When people own exotic animals like that, I just, I, I, I can't believe it. It's like they're overlooking the fact that it's not your pet. Like the only reason why it's letting you live is, you know, in case it just runs out of food and, you know, needs a snack in case shit goes to shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're it's fucking lunch, man. And it has it on a fucking string. It's just, it's crazy. That's all we got. Pet fucking line. Special thanks to this week's sponsors who make this show possible. Head to Asylum817.com, that's Asylum817.com, to check out all things No Disclosure and all my other artistic ventures. Make sure to also check out, and I wasn't bullshitting you either, (laughs) to check out my novels, my music, all the other stuff I got going on, my paintings, link to the Satchi Art Gallery, all that stuff. No, I'm not talking out of my ass, I really do all this shit. Make sure to also check out the link to our Patreon page in this episode's description, where as little as a dollar a month, you can get everything from bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, outtakes, bloopers, and a podcast just for the patrons. Who the fuck does that? This guy right here. Special thanks to the patrons, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes Dilligaff. I appreciate you. The show wouldn't be running if it wasn't for you. Your patronage means the world. And that's all we got, kids. Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. <sighs> what is that that everybody who's ever, like, fucking mauled or ripped apart by a pet, whatever, wild animal, it doesn't even, it doesn't even feel right saying the word pet... It doesn't feel right saying the word pet and predator or pet and wild animal in the same sentence. Oh, God. With my ex, I can't believe I said what I just said on the air. It, it just now hit me. It just now hit me what I what I just fucking admitted to. Well, ladies. <laughs> yeah. You know, guys won't usually do that. If Cassie listens to this fucking episode, I am in the doghouse for the rest of my life. <laughs> this is why she doesn't listen to the show. This is why, right here. Did you know it's the faces here? No disclosure, business, confiscated evidence, no smoking gun. Public-